Hello, and welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is 1.05 p.m. It is the 27th of January, the year 2022. And today, we have a absolutely jam-packed episode of the Tommy Divine Podcast. Lots of NFL playoff talk. I haven't been on for a little while because I was going to do one last week for the Wild Card Weekend. And I was like, Wild Card Weekend was pretty garbage. I'm not going to lie. Kansas City stomped Pittsburgh. Tampa stopped, uh, stomped uh, Philadelphia pretty bad. Um, you know, Raiders and Bengals was a pretty good game. And then Bill's Pats was a blah. So I thought, you know, only one of the games was really decent. Oh, and then there was the Cardinals-Rams game. That was a blowout. And then, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the other one. No, I'm not. Wasn't there another one? No. Ah, whatever. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if I can't remember it, like, what? what's the point of it? You know, there were, really, the wild card weekend was not very good. And they put a game on Monday night, and that really didn't seem to matter. So, for me, I'm like, you know, what? what's the point of the Monday night game? It's just uh, uh, not fair for the team that wins, because if you're the Rams, hey, it didn't really matter for the Rams, because they move on. They are now in the NFC Championship game. And you ask, okay, so they win, blow out the, uh, the Cardinals. Oh, and the other game I forgot, Niners-Cowboys, which ended on a weird... Dak Prescott didn't ran up the middle for 12 yards, bumped into the ref, but then, you know, somehow they didn't get the ball clocked off because they didn't give the ball to the ref, so the time went out, and so the Niners win. So now you have these two teams. you got the Niners and the Rams, who have met twice this season already, okay? And let's just take a look here. So if you're L.A., you've played two NFC uh, West teams, you're going to play two NFC West teams in the playoffs, which, you know, we got three of those teams in the playoffs, which a lot of people are talking about three NFC West teams could go in. So now you've got this Rams Niners that we, these, these two teams played in, uh, these two teams definitely did play twice in the regular season. These two are divisional matchups. They played in week 18. Um, listen, okay. You, you take a look. At the matchup here, inside the matchup, these two teams, the first go around back in November, the Niners won 31 to 10. Okay. Well, week 18, they play again. It was a really good game. I remember watching that. Uh, Niners win 27 to 24. They win that in overtime. So, first go around, Niners, it's at home for them. Kind of a big stand game for them. Go and beat the Rams. Then, Niners, you know, win that last week's, uh, week 18 game pretty close by overtime. So, you take a look at those two teams meeting the NFC Championship. Rams had a very close game last week with Tampa Bay. They were leading for most of that game pretty handily. And then, you know, a few fumbles. Cam Makers turns the ball over a few times. A uh, couple, Jalen Ramsey was just uh, lost. I mean, he couldn't find Mike Evans to save his life. So, you take a look at some of those plays last week in that Tampa Bay Ram game. You know, uh, Tom Brady really did what he could to push through and uh, 
try to win that game, but it just uh, couldn't happen. And, and Stafford, in the pressure heat of the moment, finds Cup down the field uh, to, to really seal that game for them. So I want to say congratulations to the Rams. And I know it's still early. They still have to play the NFC Championship Super Bowl. But I just feel happy for Stafford. I do. As a guy who's been, it, it really is, like a guy who's been in prison for years, finally gets released and finally gets to restart his life. It kind of seems like that for him. Uh, and for Tom Brady, I say, as always, good riddance. See ya. I'm glad we don't get to see him. Look, I know, oh, his greatness, whatever. I'm sick of it. Goodbye. Hopefully you don't come back and play football. Go out back and kiss your kids as many times as you want. Have a supermodel wife. Have a supermodel life. Do whatever you want. But please just retire. You know, Big Ben finally announced today that he is retired. We've known he's retired for about four months because he's been so bad. But he finally retired. Um, the Bears absolutely retired from being good anymore after they hired uh, Matt Eberflus today as their head coach. Good luck with him. He's an absolute donkey of a coaching candidate. The fact that you took him over Brian Flores is still mesmerizing to me. That is a absolutely uh, no-brainer candidate, Brian Flores. And you go out and hire this jack of a donkey, Eberflus, as your head coach. Huh! Good luck with that. Good riddance to Eberflus. His defensive schemes were horrible. Yeah. Good, good luck trying to get that team to win with Eberflus. He's going to be gone in two years. Guarantee it. Anyway, so a few retirements there, but we're still waiting for to see if Tom Brady will retire. Still wait if Gronk will retire. We'll see. Who knows? It's definitely not going to be the same team next year. Tampa might have to go back to being bad, which I'm fine with. They've had a lot of success. They're lucky to get a Super Bowl out of it. It's all good. But anyway, back to the Rams. This is one of the biggest games in the history of their organization as the L.A. Rams. St. Louis Rams, you know, they've already had their thing. But the L.A. Rams, this is pretty big. This is some big stuff, you know. They have a chance to go and host themselves in their own stadium in the Super Bowl. And you ask Tommy, well, you're hosting, the Rams are hosting the NFC Championship against the Niners on Sunday. And a good uh, guest of this show a lot by the name of Pit Pat Patrick Feltz chimes in and says, well, Tommy, the Rams don't really have a lot of fans in Los Angeles. They just don't. It's a lot of Niners fans, tons of Niners fans, actually. And there will be a lot of Niners fans at this game. That is a good point. That is a very good point. And to that, I say, I don't think the Rams care. I really don't. This team is focused, they're poised, they're ready to go. I think at every turn they've been ready at, at every possible obstacle. I think they had to get past that Buccaneer game, really. That was their true test. I know they're 0-2 against the Niners in the regular season. Throw that out the window. It doesn't matter. They almost beat them at home in Week 18. Doesn't matter. It's a new season. Once the playoffs started, is a new season. So now you have new momentum going in. You feel good about the win you got last week. You got to move on, look forward. These are two brand new teams. Okay. Look, I, Stafford looks on point, and Cup is looking phenomenal. 
if I'm going in on Sunday, and by the way, this is the late game. Uh, NFC, AFC, they always switch it around every year. So next year, the AFC will be the night game. NFC will be the afternoon game. <clears throat> but Bengals-Chiefs will be the early game. Niners-Rams the night game. So the Rams are favored by three and a half. Okay. I like that line. I think it's a, an appropriate line. I know there may not be the home field advantage, but here's what I'm here's my theory, real quick. Matthew Stafford has had to play in some of the roughest, toughest environments this league has to offer. Green Bay for his whole career, Chicago for his whole career, Minnesota for his whole career. Bad Lions fans who booed him in the years, shame on you. This man has had to go through every hurdle and obstacle that he has as a player. You have to go through when you get booed or you're... So this whole, oh, the Niners are going to pack the stadium and it's going to shake the Rams. Stafford doesn't care. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He went into Tampa last week, lit Tampa up. I don't think he's concerned with fans. I don't think that matters to him. He has his eyes on the prize. This is a new quarterback. I'm going to say this, and it's going to scare me, okay? So... I think we're seeing a new Matthew Stafford. This Matthew Stafford has a new charisma, a new attitude, a new poise, if you will. He has coming out of this, okay, I'm going to play bad, play good. He's also, he's always, through his years, been a shaky quarterback. Now, I say this, and I feel like he's finally turned a corner, and that's kind of the theme with some of these, uh, with his Rams team, turning a corner, you know, and, and Matthew's turning a corner. So, you take a look, and you think, well, he's always played really well, then played really bad, really well, really bad, really shaky. But now, I think he's focused. I think he's a new quarterback, and I say this, knowing that Sunday, he'll go against the Niners and probably throw four interceptions and look horrible. But, this is a take I'm going to make, and I'm going to make a stand right here. I think the Rams are going to win, and I think they're going to win big. It's at home. The Niners, Garoppolo, you know, has been lucky. They got some punts last week against Green Bay in that divisional round. Uh, they got some blocks. A few missed uh, things by Green Bay went in their favor. So I think the Rams come in, and I think they take care of business. I really do. I really do think they take care of business. They come in. Stafford's looking hot. Co Cooper Cup's looking good. The defense is playing well. I just like the Rams in this game. I, I don't think it's necessarily close, but since they have played each other twice and the Niners have had their number both times, I think it is finally time for the Rams to show them who's boss. I like the Rams to win, and I like the Rams to win by two touchdowns. I know. I know. Every, every uh, neutron and every ion in my body is telling me, <laughs> okay, to, to go with a Niners close win or a Rams close win, but I think it's one of those games where the Rams just step on them early and just they, and the Ram, and the Niners just don't know how to respond. And you, and you may ask, well, okay, Debo Kittle are such huge playmakers for Garoppolo, that'll influence. I, I don't know. I, I and it does worry me that they let the Buccaneers come back in that game, especially with so many uh, weapons missing for that Tampa team. But you know, I. There's just something about this Rams team. I'm feeling it. Stafford's got it. Cups played really well. They're both really hot. I just, 
you know, I thought maybe, okay, they're going to lose the game last week, and then Tampa's going to play San Francisco, right? That kind of was the way it was looking. You know, then you had maybe a Garoppolo-Brady situation, but, you know, Stafford was able to do what he does and, you know, hold on, which usually he's not able to do, but in a in a game where he absolutely needed to have it, he had it, and that was a game-changer for me. And I think that's why in this game they come in real fast, real quick, and get things done. I like the Rams to win uh, pretty big here. Uh, that game's on Fox, by the way. So that's the the Buck and Aikman game. So, yeah, that, that should be fun. By the way, Super Bowl's on NBC, so that'll be good. Alan, Chris, good, good stuff. Then we got the afternoon game. And you're asking, Tommy, why are you doing these games reverse out of order? I don't know. Just wanted to shake it up. It's playoff time. Let's shake it up a little bit. So let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? Uh, they did not get the one seed. Tennessee got the one seed. Tennessee thus losing to Cincinnati. Uh, when Derrick Henry comes back, you know, he looks eh, not very good. Scores a touchdown, yeah. Bengals are able to take them out. Bengals looked good this postseason. They're playing this Kansas City team that I will get back to right now. And Kansas City has that interesting kind of road, okay? So they beat the pants off of Pittsburgh. Now, everybody had that. Everybody and their mama had that. And then they have this night game, okay? Divisional round, Who? which I think we all thought that this game should be the AFC championship. But if it were possible for two AFC teams to play each other in the Super Bowl, which obviously it is not. But this kind of felt like the Super Bowl, right? Bills coming into Kansas City. A huge divisional game uh, in the playoffs. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, what else do you want, right? Romo, Nance, CBS, let's get it going. What a game. So th- this game for a while is kind of back and forth, and then you get into the fourth quarter where it, it really is gunslinger, mono, imano, back and forth, points, points. Gabriel Davis has like four touchdowns. He was an absolute sensation. Allen just looking like an absolute beast. Who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? And then we get down to 13 seconds. You think the Bills have this thing won? Well, a young man out of Texas Tech named Patty Mahomes, the uh, savior of Kansas City, decides to step up in a arrowhead 13 seconds, gunsling it down the field for Harrison Bucker to get a game-time field goal to take it into overtime. Oh, yes, the dreaded overtime. Oh, the overtime rules, which we always like to complain about on Monday. Can we please get an extra possession for Josh Allen? Look, it helped Patty Mahomes this time. It didn't help him against New England three years ago. It, it, it's the way of the world, you know? It, it, it's eat or get eaten, and that's just the way it goes. Now everybody says, is this how it's going to go? Is Josh Allen going to get shafted? No. Eventually... He is going to beat Patrick Mahomes. Eventually, the Bills are going to get there. Look, I, I kind of everybody's making the Brady Manning comparison between Mahomes and Allen. Manning had to go through trials and tribulations in New England. That's just what he had to do, and then he finally got the AFC Championship in Indianapolis, and that kind of changed it for him. So. Kansas City going to Buffalo. If Buffalo can ever get that one seed, that could be a game changer. But will Josh Allen win a Super Bowl? I really do, in my heart of hearts, believe he will eventually. But that doesn't matter because Patrick Mahomes goes down the field, boom, 
Game winner. We're done. It's over. Kansas City goes uh, to the AFC Championship to face this uh, Joseph Burrow kid who is smoking cigars and chilling and just doing what he does, throwing the ball to Jamar Chase. And this team's met back in uh, week 15, was it? Could be wrong on that. But like I said, the regular season doesn't matter. It doesn't. Whole new ball game now. And everybody and their mother is taking Kansas City to kill Cincinnati. Now, look, everybody's also made a big deal this week about how Mahomes' wife poured champagne all over fans in a very cold and blustery Arrowhead Stadium. What I have to say about that, she's a moron. Okay? She's a moron. The whole Mahomes family is a moron. Moronic group of people. Patty Mahomes is an absolutely phenomenal football player. But his family, moronic. First of all, it's a divisional playoff game. Now, I know it was, you know, a lot of feelings are flying, a lot of craziness. But when you're pouring champagne on your home stadium's fans, moronic. Just absolutely idiotic. Doesn't make sense. I I think it was a stupid move by her. Now, you know, does that really matter to anything in the game? No, it doesn't. As no, uh, but everybody's been talking about it. I just wanted to say something about it. But yeah, she's a moron. His brother, moron. They're all morons. I mean, they are. Mahomes family, just idiotic. Idiotic is the one word I'm going to describe it. Now, they're probably great people. You can be great and idiotic. I am. I'm an idiot, but I'm also great. You can be great and idiotic. I mean, it's a great combo. Trust me, I I know. Believe me. I know the combo. But anyway, back to the line. Kansas City by seven at home at Arrowhead. No. 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 It's too high. Too high. Now listen, everybody and their mother is taking Kansas City. I think I've said that already, but I'll say it again. I stand here today on this podcast... And I am going to back up my guy, Joey Burrow. Yep, I'm doing it. Nobody's taking Kansas City. Everybody is sleeping on the Cincinnati Bengals. Once I referred to them on this podcast as the Cincinnati Bungles. Now the Cincinnati Bengals. Joseph Burrow is an absolutely tremendous talent. And the fact that people are sleeping on him and and making him a seven-point underdog in Kansas City unfathomable unfathomable I'm not liking it I don't like it one bit I think the line's too high I think Kansas City is going to come into this game and and look I know they just played him a few weeks ago that doesn't matter okay I think Kansas City is going to come in after their high ooh we beat Josh Allen and the Bills we think we're all great and they're going to come in high and mighty and Joe Burrow's going to kick him right off the horse. I'm serious. I really do think Cincinnati's coming in here for blood. I don't think Burrow gives a rat's ass that it's at uh, Kansas City. He doesn't care about Mahomes or Hill or Kelsey. He doesn't care. Okay? Now, all my body says to take Kansas City. But I like I I can't bet against Joe Burrow. I can't do it. I can't pick against Joe Burrow. I can't. can't. 
the guy is a leader. Uh, uh, men amongst the boys on that field. And it's going to be another great game, I think. It's going to be kind of like the Bills game, but th- this is this is great football. I mean, Bills, Bills, Chiefs, or yeah, Bills, Chiefs, or sorry, Bengals, Chiefs, yeah, Bengals, Bills, it's all in. No, Bengals, Chiefs. This is a great game. This is probably the one I'm looking forward to most. Rams, Niners. We've seen it before, but Bengals, Chiefs. We've technically seen that before, but this is you know, Joe Burrow coming in. You know, it it kind of reminds you like when Michael Jordan would play different teams in the finals, like. Oh, he'd play the Sonics and Kemp and Gary Payton. Then he'd play Charles Barkley or Clyde Drexler or, you know, this. He always had his little rivals. Maybe that's what Mahomes is setting up. Like, oh, Burrow and Herbert and, uh, you know, we'll throw in Josh Allen. And, you know, he always had his different little rivals. Maybe that's kind of what Mahomes is setting up here for. But, you know, I, I think the Chiefs are great. They showed it last week. They are. But I just... There's something about that line that's just too high for me. And I think Joe Burrow is going to win the game. I like the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. I do. I can't believe I'm saying it. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to go to the Super Bowl to take on the Los Angeles Rams. I think the Rams are maybe going to win the Super Bowl. But, you know, it's me picking, so that's probably going to be wrong. But, hey, I do what I can. I do what I think. I go with my gut, and my gut says Cincinnati Travels to Los Angeles for Super Bowl 56. That's what I think. I think it's going to happen. And I think it'll be a really good game. Either way, any of these games shake out. Even if it is San Francisco, Kansas City, which we've seen before, still going to be fun. This is the utmost fun. Now, you know, I'm probably, from a rooting standpoint, I'm rooting for either L.A. or Cincinnati. And L.A. Cincinnati Super Bowl would be kind of cool. Would it not? I think that'd be kind of fun. Teams we really haven't seen play each other. It'd be kind of fun, right? Kansas City, LA would be fun. Mahomes, Stafford at LA. Niners, uh, Bengals, we would get a repeat of, I think, Montana's, what, first Super Bowl, right? When it was up in, like, Michigan? So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, we get we get a couple of... Each matchup's kind of interesting. Um, so... Either way, it shakes out. This is why I love this time of year, right? You know, the Packers are out of it. That was fun to see the Packers and Titans both go down as one seeds. That was fun as always. Um, yeah, sorry to Cousin Will if he's listening to this. Uh, but my Bears family that are listening to this, they're, they're probably pretty happy about that outcome. Um, you know, and uh, you think of all the funny things. You know, Aaron Rodgers saying he doesn't have enough weapons, but he still goes to the NFC playoffs as a one seed you know it's just kind of it's funny it really is it's funny how he's able to always complain and still not win for the team so that's good titans of course thought they could go to the super bowl because they brought a injured derrick henry back for one week thought they could do that they couldn't and that was also fun to see i mean i hope he has a great recovery i'm not making fun of derrick henry he's a great back but I just like seeing the Titans lose. I mean, it's just fun to see that. Um, you know, we had good games last weekend. Going to get some good games this weekend. So, uh, you know, and then Super Bowl. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the Super Bowl this year. Uh, you know, honestly, I love Super Bowl week. And, and this year we have Super Bowl week com- going with the Winter Olympics. So that's always just – this is a fun thing NBC's doing. They're doing a uh, – 
Winter Olympics, Super Bowl kind of big, huge, festivist type of week. And uh, it's just fun to have so much going on. You got college basketball. You got so, so much great stuff. And, and by the way, just uh, to make sure you guys remember, Intuit TurboTax uh, is not a sponsor of the show. But they are a sponsor of the AFC and NFC Championship and in the playoffs. And I'm wondering, why is Intuit TurboTax always come up at this point of the year? Like, only during the playoffs. They never sponsor anything else during the NFL season. Just the playoffs. Which, you're thinking, well, why wouldn't they, you know, do something? I mean, I guess it is close to tax season, right? But, I don't know, like, it's just, a, it's weird, right? It's just a random thought. But, you know, Intuit TurboTax, they always do, like, the playoffs. And then that's it. We don't see them for, like, anything else. So, that's just kind of weird. But, uh, just, just a random thought towards the end. But I do want to uh, give a quick apology because I did not do podcasts last week. I think I mentioned that. I just, you know, just been busy with stuff and work and, you know, the playoff games, like I said, were just not that good. So, you know, I just thought uh, maybe give myself a week here, come back. And we had some great games. The, the Chiefs-Bills game was one of those games that I don't think I'll forget for a long time. I mean, it was it was a pretty good time and and having that much great football to watch and two great players was fun but uh yeah this this will be a fun week for the championships uh coming this weekend and yeah i think i think cincinnati and, and la meet in the super bowl but we'll see we'll see what happens but uh guys i want to thank you for listening also check out the first in 10 podcast patrick and reed go jump over there um I think they're doing some mailbag content now that the Big Ten college football season is over. College football is officially over. Um, I am sad. You know, Georgia won the national championship. Congrats to the Bulldogs. Um, but, yeah, college football is over. So now it's starting to decline into that time of the year where, okay, I don't have college football anymore. The NFL is getting down to its final three games. And... You know, I got Winter Olympics and college basketball, so that's good. Um, I don't care about the NBA. The MLB is on strike, but I don't care. Uh, NHL, Blackhawks, I care. But uh, I might be doing some USFL stuff. So this has always been a little trick for me. So the XFL was doing well, and then COVID happened. And then AAF. I've always been a big proprietor on this podcast. I always want to help discuss new leagues that come in. The XFL uh, has Dwayne Johnson now running the show. They're bringing back that next year. But this year, they're bringing the new USFL. And you say, Tommy, make sure that guy in the red wig doesn't try to ruin this USFL. And I, I don't think that's the case. And, you know, that was a long time ago. This is a new league. I'm hoping it stays, stays afloat. Now, they are doing it in a bubble in Birmingham. There's going to be eight teams. Um, I'm pretty excited to watch. I think, and it's a healthy distance between the end of the NFL season and it starts on Easter weekend. So I think that's a healthy distance of time to where, because the XFL, not that it was a bad thing, but the XFL started right after the Super Bowl. So you're thinking, oh, maybe you got too much. It's too much. I, I still think the XFL would be around if COVID had have happened. To be honest, I still think it'd be around. I think it had great rules. It had uh, different things that made it kind of work so well. But now you get this USFL. It should be pretty COVID 
proof because it's all in a bubble. They're going to be taking tests, I'm sure, making sure players are clear to go, whatever. So they're doing it all pretty well by the book. So I think we should be able to have a good, clean start here uh, unless they run out of money like the AAF, which I hope they don't. But be watching for that around Easter weekend. I think Fox and NBC are actually doing a pretty historic thing. They're actually doing a simulcast, which I saw the other day. And they've been... The SFL has been pretty good about going on like Colin Cowherd and like announcing coaches, teams, all that kind of good stuff. So, but the last I heard, I think Fox and NBC are doing a simulcast uh, on April 16th. So that's the day before Easter of the, the premier game of the, the kickoff, the USFL season. Um, I think this is the first time the two networks have simulcast a game since I, I could be wrong here. I'm gonna gonna stretch out in the dark on this one, but I want to say like the first Super Bowl I think was simulcast, like against the Chiefs in Green Bay back in 1960 something or other. But I could be wrong. Yet again, you know, go to go to your research journals, open it up, tell me how wrong I am. But I think that's the first time since that moment that this has happened. I could be wrong, but this is a really cool thing. I think networks are trying to work better together. Um, and this is cool league. <coughs> I'm always up for more football. I am. I really am. I really enjoy the sport. And the fact that we're going to get a spring league just is fun. It's going from April to June. It's not a super long league. It's just something to kind of fill in the cracks, you know. It's kind of like a little dessert. It's like, oh, well, something to fill the cracks in. Okay. I like that. I don't mind that, you know. A little USFL. and doesn't kill anybody. You know, it's a fun league. So, um, got some good coaches in there I've seen. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And I'm hoping success for this league. So, I'm going to be maybe talking a little bit more about that. We've got college basketball absolutely getting into the thick of things with, uh, you know, conference schedule and all that kind of stuff playing back. Now we're going in from January to February. So, obviously, we got to start sharpening those pencils. Printing out, you know, it's coming, uh, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's exciting time of year. It really is. It's a fun time. You know, we're, we're getting to the end of the Super Bowl. And that's what I like, too. Since we got it week 18 in the NFL, now you push the Super Bowl back. So now the time between Super Bowl and March Madness is even less, which is great. So honestly, we're, I'm going to try to talk some more college basketball. And I think um, Jack, I want to get Jack Callison on some more talk about college, especially as we get down to you know, the kind of crucial months and crucial weeks of college basketball. I think I want to get him on, get his insight. He's phenomenal. He actually did the Georgia-Alabama game the other night uh, for ColorCast, uh, which is a great app. Uh, and you could listen, you listen to him, and he was, he was phenomenal the other night. But get, we'll get him on, and we'll get some other guys on, and kind of do that transition from NFL to college basketball. And I want to really kind of uh, and, and USFL, I kind of want to talk a little bit, maybe talk a little about Winter Olympics, kind of do some more mixture of stuff. And I do want to talk a little bit more pop culture too, as the off season of the NFL kind of arrives here, not too far from now. So yeah, that's kind of a plan for the future bulletin towards the end here of the show. And I, I do appreciate you guys following me and, and sticking with me through this. And I also want to do thank John O. Wilson for coming on the show last week. He was great. Um, hopefully we can have him back on in the future. He's a funny guy, phenomenal guest, and great content. So 
Guys, I really do appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Have a good NFL weekend. Bye-bye.